Hey everybody, it's Lisa Lampanelli and welcome to the brand new episode of Losers with a Dream. Yeah, this week we're going to be talking about the idea of surrender. No, we don't mean giving up, but we also don't mean just plain old acceptance, which we've already covered. Surrender, surrender, but don't give yourself away. As the cheap trick said in the 80s, the best decade ever at which I am stuck. So, sit back enjoy or don't enjoy our podcast, Losers with a Dream. Surrender, Dorothy! Ow. Hey, you all know what time it is. It's Lisa Lampanelli, and it's time for the Losers with a Dream featuring me and, yeah, two other guys, Nick and Bo. I mean, nobody cares. I mean, I'm the star. Are you kidding me? They'd be nothing without me. Losers with a Dream. You're listening, so who's the actual loser? Now sit back and enjoy Losers with the Dream. Or don't enjoy it. Or don't even sit down. Shut up, burn calories. Hello, and welcome to the Losers with the Dream podcast. We are losers. And we look good in red, oh, baby. Shut Dude, wait, 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 come back to the exposed brick with the two artists over here. We know how to write. Listen, oh, I want to say something to what? both of you. You have big heads. And I don't just mean Bo's enormous noggin. No, you guys are so funny because you sat down today and all you've been talking about is how great you look in front of brick it's and with just... red shirts. You look fine. I'm not putting you down. But know your place in the world. And it's first place in the hot contest. Oh, God. We don't get a lot of good self-esteem boosts <laughs> around here, okay? Yeah, I like how you're holding in your gunt so well. Oh, you got a gunt. He yeah, does. fix your sleeve. I've been oh. eating my pancakes that are keto. Yeah, he has be been okay. doing Kodiak protein cakes. pancakes. Yeah. I'm, I'm very proud don't of you. Don't plug them. Yeah, we they're not a sponsor. They are. Idiot. They've been giving me money, so well, fuck you guys. To get bone out to die early. <laughs> But those are good, man, because they taste like pancakes, but they're actually protein. So That's I'm true. very proud of you. And I only use about a quart of butter for each one. So. <laughs> I know. That is the cock block of happiness. Yeah. So promote the show. What do we got going on, Nick? What do you need to plug, baby? First and foremost, please give us a follow on the iTunes Ooh. podcast little app there. Give us a five-star review. You could follow us on Spotify. You could follow us on YouTube at our YouTube hmm. channel. You could follow us on TikTok at Losers with a Dream. Wait, you could follow us individually. You could follow me on Instagram at Nick Scopes. You could follow him on Instagram at Bo McDowell Comedy. And you could follow her at Head Clam in Charge. <laughs> I wish! Lisa, Lisa Lampanelli. You know what I wish? You know it's so funny? Because we have a listener who is such a fan that created... I think it's an Instagram account called I Am Clammy Jones. Miss Clammy Jones. Miss Clammy, Clammy Jones. And He's I'm very impressed. And this is where we will say, because of our Patreon, yep. which, by the way, is so much fun. And like, we're having a blast. We're actually <laughs> connecting with our weird effing listeners. And we thank you for that. Yes, um, we, we, we appreciate it. Feel free to join anytime, many levels, many things. And we have five <laughs> people right who now. have actually signed on as quote unquote producers, which means we have to Let's give go. them a little shout out. So Nick, shout out our freaking weirdo producers. Patreon shout outs. First and foremost Ooh. is Samantha Canali. What's up, girl? Yay. Thanks for subscribing. You're the best. Colby. Then the creator 
of the Miss Clammy Jones Instagram, another yes. fan, Darren Holmquist. I hope I got that right. Okay, Darren now, Holmquist. I really resent always when people go, that guy is so gay. Like, there are different degrees yeah, of gay. But with this one. But this guy is so gay. And I love him, <laughs> and I need him. I can't live without him. Love you, Darren. He's great. And now yes. we have Doris Holcomb. Holcomb? Holcomb. Yeah, Holcomb. Doris. I just want to make sure I said that correct. Doris, what's up? You're What's the up, best. Girl? We appreciate you, your love, your spirit, and everything else. Thanks, babe. And I love that she has an old-fashioned name because yeah, I like that those names are one. coming back now. Like you'll Helen. Have, I mean, Bertha will never make a comeback. No. But Rose and Lily and Doris. Thank you, Doris, you old whore, you. <laughs> <laughs> we should call a game of backgammon. Yes. <laughs> we should call Bo Bertha. What do you yeah. think? In drag, when we do our drag episode, <laughs> Bo can absolutely can be, honest, be Bertha. I would Go love ahead, to do a drag episode. I know you would, but you yeah. wouldn't have to shave your beard, would you? Because that's your whole personality. That's all you have, buddy. No, I, have a, I have a nice little uh, dimple chin on your Oh, hand. so you got a little and clitoris a on your chin? <laughs> and, a, and a scar. So, like, I'm kind of a bad boy, but yeah. with, like, the George Clooney dimple. Anyway. Okay, so who else? Uh, Mikey Evans. Oh, my God, Mikey. Dude. We love you. Can um, I tell Mikey. you, Mikey is actually responsible for, like, our very funny Friday videos on oh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Yes. There's something about a 22, 23-year-old twink. And I say he's that a, he's in only his 22. Words. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He knows up. how to pull out anything in that video of sexual content. Because I hate sexual talk My on this thing. He finds guy. it. Yep. This yes. guy gets me. So, Mikey, so. we love you. Thank you for all the help. And last but not least, Connor Fennel. Oh, Connor. Fuck that guy. <laughs> no. Who is no. that? I, I like Connor. He's a good dude. Thank good you guy. for subscribing, buddy. And uh, keep coming to shows. Appreciate yes. it, buddy. It'll love in my life. And by the way, yeah. so if you do want to subscribe to our Patreon, we have five different tiers. Just go to our Instagram pages, and the link is right there. Our Patreon. So cool. Only takes 800%. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's like the U.S. government. Yeah. Oh, God. Shut up. No, I don't even know. No one will ever accuse you of being smart. <laughs> now, <laughs> what do we start with much. today, Nick? We are starting with our classic. Uh, I mean, world renowned, world renowned <laughs> segment. Prize winning. <laughs> People keep trying to steal it. Rogan texts me the other day. He goes, "Hey, I want to do a mental health check." And I said, "Get your own show." Get your own, what you clam. little bitch. You don't have any listeners. Yeah, Spotify <laughs> offered us thirty mil. We said, "Not enough. Nah, no. Not for this segment." We are doing <laughs> the mental health check-in because mm. it is important now we do not do a boring scale of one to ten no okay we're artists we're in front of the exposed brick we're oh, wearing red we are just like just like yeah bows in the frat boy hat which as we know just gets me all Ooh. put a fire in this sad. fireplace and it's right in my crotch <laughs> am i right i'm gonna open your loo <laughs> okay you know what oh it's the floor. go to the mental health because clearly you both lost it completely. our mental health apparently is just very gay today yeah. <laughs> we like the way we look apparently yeah uh, I love who's that, going by first the way, I by the way, I love that all of our Patreon uh, producer types are all either gay men or women. That's how I'm it goes. Very impressed. Oh no, is Connor? No, no, he's a straighty. Connor's well, supposedly he likes a little gayish. Gayish. <laughs> I mean, we've made out Connor and I, but I, I forced That's him. true. Yeah, it was yeah. It was a, it was a rape. raping him. I was forced him. Rape yeah. is not funny unless no. I'm talking about. But he paid about me. 50, he paid me fifty dollars to do it. But so I think you go first, Nick, because you seem to be lively today. He does. He has a lively. I am, attitude. man. You know, I'm feeling good. So my mental health check in. Okay. 
I am feeling <laughs> like Hugh Jackman. Oh, oh God. let me explain. Please do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Hugh Jackman, the man is a triple threat. He yes. does it all. It's yes. true. He could go from playing a jacked Wolverine to being on Broadway like, oh, I'm the Tin Man. And like, <laughs> no, Sergeant Pepper's fucking. Man. He's a <laughs> the music man. I don't way, know these guys. I just want to say, you're less you Jackman and more huge jack off. That's you, fucker. You set yes. her up, pal. But okay, anyway, I'm saying that because, as we know, I'm a stand up comedian. I'm a phenomenal dancer. <laughs> really? Medi mediocre kisser. Right. <laughs> But no, I recently signed up and I start this Friday for improv classes. Oh my God. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. I am too. I'm Lauren Michaels texted me. He's like, we're ready for you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. said, yeah, I'm on my way. <laughs> the other Lauren Michaels, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, the yeah. one in yeah, the basement yeah. in Queens who wants to cornhole you. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, Pete gotcha. Davidson was like, you want to double team Kim K with me? I was like, sure. Yeah. Wow. So there's like, a fantasy that's just life. life. That's where I'm at. But, <laughs> no, <laughs> but no, I am excited for improv and I'm just going to be, it's going to be crazy. Then who knows from there? Acting classes, dancing classes, ball, who knows? I can't Tap, wait. Five, six, seven. seven I just eight. leave stand up and I'm on I Broadway. I can't wait to see Nick in all black at like an improv show. I'll be like, uh, give me a letter. Give me a letter. Give me a president. No, I do have a question. Lisa, you <laughs> yes. can answer this okay. for me because yes. I was going to email them. This is how I am. No, yeah, ask me first. What do you wear to those things? Wear like clothes that doesn't have a loser shirt you can wear no, anything right. else I'll... i whatever you wore in the car today like you're fine sweatpants just wear sweats yeah it's not like you're not doing an audition for anything you wear like workout clothes because you're, you're gonna literally have to do some jumping around and some physical warm-ups and that's why so i didn't it. sign up right god forbid <laughs> you jump around no one needs that not there a big jumper. was so, a weight limit so absolutely just wear what you would wear i wouldn't say to the gym I, what normal so people not wear these to the pants. no those pants are fine okay yeah I, I think what's great is the reason tell them how you got inspired because of me yeah yes. to take so, tell a story <laughs> start the fire how do we do this, this is a, um no so i was uh i was talking to lisa just about comedy and stuff like that and it, i actually was uh, i was on a uh maybe it'll be on this podcast that, or a podcast that comes out in the past whatever i said basically that i wish i could be as open and free flowing mm -hmm. as I am here on stage. Right. Yeah. And I catch myself just getting glued to material and not really reacting to what's going on or not even just having fun with the crowd. Yeah. And Lisa was like, you're good off the cuff. Like, I don't know why you don't do this shit on stage or just loosen up more or anything. And like then that. I said to it, I don't care why. Cause it, we don't even have to know why. Yeah, you don't have to know why. Yeah. You just All we have to do out. is go, Hey, what's a tool to get me more out of my own thoughts when I'm on stage doing stand-up. I said, take an improv class or an acting class. And then we found that really good one at the Barrow Group. And I was like, oh, that's going to be and good. And you said they were good, so I trust you. You should you trust know. me. Here's Nick, you though. Here's how dumb Nick is, and I love him, but he is such a freaking guido. Yeah. <laughs> he goes like this, uh, I got a buddy who's an actor. Maybe you could be an actor. And I go, you're a <laughs> I go first of all your friend is an actor not an acting teacher yeah. it's two different things second of all your friend's not going to take time out of his day of failing auditions <laughs> to teach you a goddamn thing unless right. you're trading off training sessions and not fucking doing it for free so I yelled at you and I love that the next day you were signed up that's why I like you guys because I yell at you and you do it 
That's yes. true. You don't sit there and just complain. I can't stand complainers who do not move forward. And yeah. again, that's it's your journey if you're stuck or whatever. But I was very proud of you. No, what I, I mean, like, really, we, yeah. truly, truly, what do I, I started reading? I'm not going to go on a tangent, but I started reading this book about like worrying and shit like that. Truly, what do I have to lose? What's the worst thing that can happen? You wear nothing. The you wear the wrong sweatpants. I don't lose money. I don't die. Yeah. Nothing like nothing. <laughs> nothing bad happens. You, it's just so dumb for me to be like. <laughs> well, well uh, here's the worst that's going to happen. You probably yeah. are going to look foolish some of the time. But that's stand-up, too. That's podcasting, too. Yeah. That's life, too. And then you learn from it. So yeah, I think right. choosing to fail at this is probably a good idea. Just going, hey, I'm going to put it out there. If I suck at it, that doesn't even matter. Right. But you're going to get uh, – you've been looser on stage since you signed up for the class and you haven't even been in the class yeah, yet. Yeah, I tried some extra dance moves last night on stage. They did really well. Uh, yeah, I heard the crowd <laughs> throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm proud of you, huge jack off. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Hugh Jackman. Okay. Speaking of huge, Bo, you're next. Yes. <laughs> okay, so this week you're I feel... You're slouching, babe. You're slouching. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> Sit up. Put your tits out. Tits out. Cunt in. Ready? Here we yes. go. It's out. Oh, it's way out. better. A world of difference. Who's this guy? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Freeze frame this ball. <laughs> Making my bumble profile. Lisa's having a bad time She's already. like, you're not allowed to date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys, if you want to be dedicated to comedy, you can't date no more. Yeah. She's going to lock us. You think us. I dated? Do you think I You did. did? Yes, I did. I got married You were twice. married twice. Oh, <laughs> you know, but I'm supremely talented and gifted. You guys right. have to work hard. Okay, go ahead, Bell. It's always good that you remind us of that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we never forget. So, <laughs> so this week I feel like Chris Farley in Tommy Boy. And the reason being, there's a great scene in this movie yes. where he's a sitting. Lot there's a lot movie. of great every, Actually, every scene is it's great flawless. for the most part. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so there's a scene where he's sitting and he's pitching the, the, the waitress to get him wings. Right. Right. And he's, and he's doing the whole thing. Right. And then. And then afterwards, David Spade's like, how'd you do that? Like, how'd you, you had like, you had something there. And he's like, he's like, oh, I got the meat lover's pizza in the car. You know, it's like, even if I don't win, I still got that. It's all good. I'm just playing around. And I felt a lot like him this week because I was thinking I've recently started doing my job. Which I had not, yeah, which is a noble idea. And Bo does keep a meat lover's pizza in his car. <laughs> Every, for and by his car, he means his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Pull I, it out. I felt like him this week because I was thinking like, man, you know, I love comedy and comedy is the wings, right? But I've been kind of living off of like, oh, I'm really trying to sell it and really like putting myself in like, yeah, a little bit of discomfort because I'm like, I need it. I need it. You're getting a drumstick now that, here and there, right? Wing, yeah, some right. But salary sometimes. But now that I'm like working hard and like doing my job, I feel so much like safer and comfortable and more like, <sighs> you know, financially. I feel safe. Like way, in the in the right spot. So it's like now comedy has felt a lot more fun. It's a lot more wow. play. So I was like, man, that's really where I want to be. It's like I don't want to be where I'm not, and that's kind of where I been like the last sure few months. well you know what i love about this there's this saying i read over the pandemic that said no one could be at their best when they're in survival mode right so you were in survival mode trying to cobble together enough money for rent and this and that yeah and now you're not in survival mode so you're able to be freer on stage 
do the gigs that come up, not always count on it for all your money. Yeah. So that sort of desperation isn't there. You've got right. food on the table, got a meat lover's pizza up your left nut. Everybody's <laughs> happy. So I, I totally get that. Yeah. And I just, I mean, the, I had a weekend of shows uh, this past weekend and I mean, it was just all of them were fun. Yeah. Like I got on stage going, I don't know what I'll open with. Yeah. I don't know what I'll close with, but I'm just going to have fun. You had a lot of, you were, yeah. you were, yeah, last night especially, I remember seeing you. I was like, like some of the funniest shit you did wasn't even your material. Yeah, I. That, that you was, haven't. Was it somebody else's material? <laughs> yes, because he's really good at being. He was doing from the Seinfeld's Five Minutes from the Tonight Show in <laughs> 1985. Very good. That's a good. Thing. Yeah. But I What's love this. What's the deal with onion rings? Yeah. Oh, oh, I just love that to not be so, because that like. That that um, what's that Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Yeah, you know, yeah, you're food, at... clothing, and shelter. shelter yeah. uh, you can't get down to creativity unless all those other things are done. Right, the self actualization. Yeah, all that. It's, it all. I think that I need to understand that I'm covered, mm -hmm. and then when I'm out there, I'm just there to have fun. Like I'm really just and and. It, it proved itself within a, a week. So don't forget it go. because you're gonna. Here's what you do. You know this works. No, I get it. Yeah. Like, hey, me, today I was reconciling my Amex bills because I like to be so hands-on. Yeah, yeah, And I love checking off my expensives. Oh, my God. My, man, my business <laughs> what manager. What a fucking like, nerd, My dude. business manager's you like, are you know, incredible. He, goes, you know, he goes, you know, we do that. And I go, yeah, but I like to look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was looking at it, and I see the shrink, you know, the charges to the yeah. shrink. And I go, maybe I don't need this anymore. I'm like, wait a minute. That is literally <laughs> why I don't quote-unquote need it anymore because i'm going it's like yeah. the one who goes off their meds when they're actually right. feeling lucid so what's good is don't forget that this is how it feels to be in the right place yeah and then so don't start oversleeping and not going to work or not trying at work because we all kind of have that temptation to go backwards and go oh i forgot i felt good that way yeah and i mean i i really think i'm in a good like mode and this mm -hmm. whole month is just focused on getting on that path for this year well continue so. it and don't fuck it up as yeah. your friend i would resent it greatly <laughs> um would you like to know my mental health yes we i will. don't have any i'm mentally ill no i thought Cancel of this i thought of this in the car because what people might not know is we tape now in New York City. We live in Connecticut. Because yes. we made it, people. Yes, We're big time. looks like Five, six, it. seven, eight. Yeah, huge jack off. So <laughs> here we are driving, and I'm listening to your conversation. Oh, and I said to myself, you know how Betty White, bless her heart, was so into animal care and rescuing. Oh, and she was such an angel. No, she really was. And yeah. there, she, on her 100th birthday, they said, look you know, do something good for a shelter. So today I felt like Betty White because I cannot wait for the two of you to be spayed and neutered. <laughs> I think if you two ever procreate, I will absolutely kill myself. <laughs> so I am Betty White. I'm light to the world and want you both to get your sacks cut off. <laughs> By the way, speaking of sacks being cut off, yeah. did you see that phenomenal movie Power of the Dog yet? I have not. Oh my God, it's gorgeous. It's the best movie. They literally show the uh, uh, ben Benedict Cumberbatch's character castrating a bull. And Ooh. they literally show it. Like they show everything. I mean, obviously they're not doing it. It's a stunt bull sack, I suppose. <laughs> but boy, oh boy, does that look uncomfortable. Yeah. They slice it open. They take out those two tennis ball-sized nuts. And then they... 
fucking sew them up. Yeah. This is what should happen to the two of you. Nah, we, we do plenty of good work for the women of the tri-state area. That's right, and they need us. They don't need you to impregnate them. But they do. Who said impregnate? No, <laughs> Wait a minute. Here's what you're missing. I just don't want you to procreate. You can still have That's sex. That's fine. Yeah. Who's trying to procreate? I don't know. I think. <laughs> I think. Dude, I what part of this? I don't you know. Think that, like, we're trying I to have think kids? you do want to have kids. Not now. Well, you're what 20, 2300 <laughs> years old. How first, old are you? First of all, you need, I'm thirty-three. Okay. Yeah, it's getting about that time. It's getting buddy. about that time. Right. Bo, I, I froze think... my eggs. <laughs> Bo, I don't think you need children <laughs> at any time. You don't think so? I don't think you need them at yeah, all. Yeah, you look pregnant, Just though. Go. That's cool. <laughs> See? That's Sorry. the only fat joke today. One. We get we one. That was my fault. 2022. That was my fault. There's no fat jokes about Bo. Well, you <laughs> do most of them. No, no. no. <laughs> it was me today. Usually it's you. All right. Well, no, I want, I want kids. Yeah? You know? Yeah. No one wants to spread her legs for you. It hasn't come up yet. Yeah. You stop wearing corduroys, dude. You heat them up. You burn all your sperm up. Is that true? The corduroys? No, I just wanted to scare you. Just all like right. watch the movie and watch them pull out that bull's nuts. It's, it's awesome. I mean, I love a good set of nuts. <laughs> okay, so. that is going to be something that Mikey, our Mikey. video guy, is going to pull out. And it's going to be all about you liking nuts. Mikey, oh you know what's God. up, dude. You know what to do, bro. All right, we need a break. We need a break from each other already. Yes. Guys, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back, and it's going to be the two ladies in red <laughs> talking about our topic today, which is surrender. Yes. Surrender! No. It's my song. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's fine. We'll, we'll be, be right back. back. Bye. Hello, welcome back to Loser of the Dream podcast. We are losers. We got some dreams. We do. I like when you chime in. You should do that. I'm more a chimer. Often. I'm, like I'm going to chime. kick it off and then you chime in with that smooth Ooh. voice. You, hey, you, you have a voice of like, you should be reading like an, a children's book on like audiobook. I would like to do like R and radio. Like, hey, no, what's going no, on? Just there? your normal voice. You hey, everybody day. out there. Dude, well, you sound like an idiot smooth, right now. Smooth hey, everybody out there. <laughs> This is Kermit the Frog. <laughs> He's from the South. Um, so anyway, we're going to get into our topic today. Yeah, we are. Okay. Our topic is surrender. Surrender. Okay. Now, how did we get there, you ask? I had issues. <laughs> Have. I, I am working on okay. my issues. So explain to the people how we got here. Because Bo came into the diner. Fresh out of a top secret meeting and was like, we're doing surrender. Surrender. And it was one of the hottest things I've ever seen you do. Yeah, dude. You, you had an idea. Yeah. You queued it up and you sold it. And Lisa you, was like, you, I'm in. You like it when I take control. And that's what I like it never happens. <laughs> <laughs> so I was in Boston doing shows a few weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, for the Celtics, right? It was a private event. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. I was wearing a wedding dress. And I had to perform for the Celtics. No. Dennis Rodman. Yeah. No, I. Uh, I. I was doing shows, and first night of shows were great. And then that night, I was sleeping, and As we I do. was having a dream. Okay. And I have these things. We call them drug dreams. We call them drunk dreams. Right. Basically, I had a dream that I was doing cocaine for basically, I mean, it felt like the whole night. It felt like a long time that I was just doing like piles of coke. And nice. 
it was it was really rough and i like you know in the dream like you know all the bad stuff happens like you find out you get a dui you're losing your job you're slowly you know it's just you have every experience okay so then i woke up in the morning dude my my jaw hurt from grinding from grinding so i was like i was all screwed up i'm i wake up i'm like oh my god i'm a mess i'm a complete mess I am physically not feeling good because my jaw's all fucked up. I didn't get the I didn't get good sleep. Mm. I am mentally all fucked up because I'm like, did I relapse? Where am I at? What's yeah. going on? And then I'm emotionally all fucked up because I'm I'm anxious. I'm like, what's going on? How, how, you know what I mean? So I'm in I'm in the the terror dome <laughs> of of life. You know what I mean? The terror dome of fear. Yeah. Because I gotta go meet up with my buddy now. It's gonna be like two, three o'clock, and I gotta go do shows for the rest of the night. And I am in that just panic of like, what do I do? I'm not feeling good. I'm in a city that I don't norm that I'm not normally in. I gotta you know what I mean? Like I'm just having all this these experiences. And so what do I do? I'm in Boston, go to Duncan. First move. Hmm. Get myself some food. Get some calories in. Yep. Right. Then I sit in the car and I do meditation. Right. I sit there. I just meditate. And I had to do like probably three to four meditations before I like really started to calm down. And then I wasn't even calmed down to then. So then I drove and I found a Catholic church, which it's Boston. You can find one. Like there's every. <laughs> they have those yeah, there? Yeah. It's like every street. Like I typed in Catholic church and it was like. They're five like, there's different. fucking 47 <laughs> around you. You moron. Yeah. So yeah. I went, I found a, I found a church, I go in, like, it, it was funny though, as I was walking in the church, I saw a couple guys walking by the church that were like my age, and they saw me like walking into the church, they're like, what the fuck is that guy doing? And in my head, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm a weird guy. You know what I mean? Like, I, I got some issues. What are you going to fucking church, pal? <laughs> yeah, so I, I walk into church, I sit there, I fucking continue <laughs> to meditate, I'm reading some literature, I'm just like... I'm just getting to my like safe place. I I had to just full set surrender, right? Yep. Like you just got to give up. You got to be like, hey, everything is reading wrong right now. Mm. Nothing about my mental state, my emotional state, my physical state is working. Right. And I got to shut it all down and I got to just go, hey, you know what? Wherever I'm at, I just got to let go. Yep. Right? And what happened, of course, after a few hours of of working on this and doing some stuff, I start to feel great. I start to feel Good. so much better. I'm like, okay, great. Now, now I'm I'm having, you know, I'm having <laughs> lunch with my buddy, who my buddy who I had lunch with that day drank about forty five beers in five hours because he's having a nice day. So, but you know, I went into that with the right, like if I didn't, if I had just gone in like full head of steam, a mess, and I didn't surrender and I didn't restart my day. Who knows what happens for the rest of that day? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so it's so important for me, I know, especially, I don't know if this is that important for other people. I hope it is. But for me, I have to like surrender constantly. And part of it is like alcoholism and, and drug addiction and all that. And yeah. I am just a sick dude. But the other part of it is just like, I get caught in my own shit. I get caught in just an emotional upheaval or whatever. And I have to just let go. You just have to let go. Yeah. You know? So Dude, yeah, I'm with you, pal. Yeah, that was a great story, by the yeah, way. Yeah, well told. I have a before I get into like my uh, deal with surrender question. When you walk into a church, yeah, do does like a priest come approach you and like try to talk to you? No. Or no? no, they just leave you be. No, they hang out. If you're there for a while, they'll come by. Okay, 
So it's like you're a clothing part, store. It's like, can you help with anything? No, like, no, I'm just looking around. No, no, no. Anything no. like that? Okay. No, no. I didn't know they're, how it worked. They're doing their own shit. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, dude, I uh, I understand, dude. It's amazing how again with this podcast we talk about something and then it just like manifests itself. Yeah. Within that week. Yeah. So for me, I know having to surrender. We talked earlier about, um, you know, I was talking to Lisa. For me, it was about like comedy and 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 work and constant worrying about nothing. And I always felt like I was rushing. I feel like when I wake up and then I start work. I'm immediately like going, what's the next thing? What yeah. do I have to do after this? What am I? I'm in a rush to do absolutely nothing. Yeah. Today, read my book on worrying. <laughs> it's literally what it's about. Yeah. Um, and it's like just how to get rid of it and how to stop. Right. And I was just like, I don't know. Like I had a few clients this morning and I go, then I have downtime. Yeah. What, like, where am I? <laughs> I used to try to just power through days and get as much stuff done so I could just be done with the day. Right. And like I needed to just chill and kind of take my time. And for me, I know like for with comedy, I was talking to Lisa. I was talking about like, yeah, I have to do like our shows at the spot we had in Connecticut haven't been happening. Yeah. So now I'm in this spot where I'm trying to find spots and doing open mics. And, you know, if you've done open mics before, they're not always – the most fulfilling. Right. I was used to that high of an audience and you hit and you try something, you do it. Open mics are not that. And Lisa said to me something and she's like, and it sounds so counterintuitive because we're doing stand-up comedy and she's like, yeah. you can't go in and worry about the laughs. Yeah. Just go up there. Yeah. Have fun. Right. Be you. Don't worry about the laughs. Yeah. And purposely, I remember she made me, oh, did open mic Wednesday. She made me start with something purposely that I never open with that gets people a little, you know, a little dead mom joke to kick it off. Right. So, um, yeah, to just, like you said, man, just full surrender, trying not to uh, fight it. Because when you fight it, you cause, it's almost like you're causing more internal stress to yourself. Right. It's just, it's nuts. Yeah, it is crazy. I mean, you really, uh, you know, I think... I was thinking about drugs again today, and I was thinking about, uh, you know, I take like a lot too much acid sometimes, hmm. and like you did take too much acid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I take too much acid, like present tense. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Not not yeah, so now. You just said you're like I take so much acid sometimes. No, 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 no. Like you know when when I was growing up, I you know right, take right. too much, and uh, and there's this thing with that drug where it's so intense and it. And it's and it it'll hit you in waves that you just can't even see coming, and you're like, "All right, man, I just gotta let go." Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like I may die tonight. I used to have those experiences all the time, doing blow or doing whatever. Where it's like I might die tonight, but I just gotta be okay with going. Doing drugs, acid, coke, all that shit. You literally just moments where you're like, "I'm gonna die." Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I had an experience where I. Uh, it was the only time I did an opiate, but I had an experience where I fell out on, uh, you know, a drug that's uh, not great. So <laughs> it's a big uh, problem. I don't know if you've been watching yeah, the news, anybody yeah. in this country. But uh, yeah, no. And I remember, I remember seeing like just everything closed down, and just being like, Ooh. "Oh yeah, this could be it," you know. But you, oh but it, the God. thing about that moment that's is, horrifying. is that you accept it. And that's why, and that's something that's interesting about death and that kind of stuff is like, you really do surrender your body, your mind, it surrenders. It just goes, Oh, all right. You yeah. know? 
So, and you find a little bit of peace. And they say that, like, on, you know, airplanes and stuff, like, as planes are going down, people find peace. Like, it happens. Like, you can, you can spiritually surrender in those moments. It's like all the, all the uh, worldly worries are just. Yeah, you just let go. You just go, oh, I guess this is it, man. And really, I, that's that's a that's not a bad way to be all the time. If you can try no. and if you can try and really surrender yourself to expectations, right? Like, am I going to get a laugh? Is this girl? Is this date going to go well? You know, uh, am I going to lose weight at some point? Could I do it? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> am, like am, is this is my career going to like? You, we we live in a world of questions and like trying to get stuff and trying to get better. And it's like, dude, just do what you do. Yeah, enjoy what you do. And just let go. Yeah. And that's it. You could worry yourself right into horrible health. Too. Yeah. You could just, you could literally make yourself sick. Yeah. And no, I mean, I'm, I'm already prone to a heart attack. I don't need to be, <laughs> I don't need to be adding extra worry. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I have tummy issues, so I have to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, no, it's, it, a lot it, of it, it is, a lot of it is, man. Like there's, uh, I've had so many, you know, things that I've worried. It's funny. Like I, I, I will have like. I've just gut issues I've always had, you know, they've kind of gotten worse. So I've gotten older Yeah. and I'm, and I did like a test to see where my gut bacteria was at and all this shit. I was like, there's something wrong. Yeah. There has to be something wrong. And then I get the test back and they're like, no, nah, everything's. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm just a crazy person. <laughs> like I'm just, I, no, I don't mean crazy person, but I'm just like in my head about shit. Right. And like the fact that I get up and immediately just start like yeah. rushing to do nothing. Yeah. Okay. If I had, I mean, I have work and shit, but I was talking to this, I was talking with this about my therapist today. She was like, you have the luxury and you and I both have this luxury. Single men. Yeah. No White. wives. Well, okay. Well, no wives, great. nothing, <laughs> no kids. Yeah. So it's just like, we don't, we're in our heads all day. Right. We're already like that. Regardless. Yeah, we're living we're the already, dream. We're already like that. We are the dream. That's the thing. It's like losers with a dream. We've already. We are the we dream. We have the dream. Right yeah, now. dude. Yeah. I'm getting McDonald's after this. <laughs> <laughs> no. I thought we were going two boots. Uh, Anyways. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Either one's fine. With both. Um, <laughs> um, no. So but, that weight loss thing is not going <laughs> to No, No. But I was so I was looking up surrender and I, cause I was trying to get some, some st extra stuff to think about or talk about today. And, you know, a lot of it comes back to like uh, Buddhist type shit where it's like. Like surrender your all of your all of the material world and just let go and let go of who you think you are and all that, and I think that there's value to that shit. You there know, is, there, there is. Also. It gets a little crazy. Yeah, um, I'm not trying to. <laughs> yeah, know, guy, I know you still need the gold pinky rings. Yeah, so, yeah. baby, dude. Can I tell you real quick? Yeah. A Lexus dealership in Westport. I drove by, and I'm not kidding. I drove by, and it is the exact car and color that I've spoken about on this. Yeah. All black, black rims, Dude. red leather interior. See, but that's and your I problem. Looked, and I went and I looked and just went out loud in my car alone. Just went, "Fucking Jesus See, Christ!" See, that's your issue. See, if you surrender yourself fully, then you won't be focused about these black cars, black rims, black ladies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, she wrapped it up. Oh, dude. Oh. I told you, dude. This fucking guy keeps trying to be edgy. He's blowing it for us. No, no. I'm just saying, you let go. Of the, you got to let go of the physical realm, dude. Yeah. Real quick, last story. I'll tell you this. I was So last Friday, I did open mics with uh, our good friend, Chris Warren, went into the city. Yeah. And we signed up the first mic we did. I was like, 
kind of like I drove down and everything. I was like kind of like huffing and puffing the whole way. I was like, yeah. oh, so cold. <laughs> yeah, blah, blah, blah. It, it was a bad And I get, it's horrible. But still, I was like, uh, yeah, we get there. It's a pure, if it doesn't know open mics, you get like four or five minutes, you go up, you try your new shit. This yeah. was strictly, yeah. It's usually just like you and 10 other comics in a room who are like, fuck this guy. This was a heckler slash crowd work mic. Yeah. So you literally got up there, held the microphone, and you just go, all right. You bald piece of shit. Yeah, and they literally <laughs> did at one point, someone just yelled out, what are you? <laughs> they didn't know what nationality I was. They yeah. thought I was like an ISIS, and I was like, I'm Italian. Blah, blah, yeah, you blah. do have a little bit of a Middle Eastern vibe. I guess. Since on. I've shaved my head. I mean, dude, look at this poster. Yeah, I that mean, is. I that look. Is... I am Pakistani in this fucking poster, dude. <laughs> dude, I never yeah, I'm Pakistani. That. You're a fucking uh, softball coach at yeah. Division three women's college. Yeah, I'm trying to win a championship. Yeah. <laughs> no, Lisa's you... the only one that actually looks like her. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, you do look full on Pakistani. <laughs> Have you that? ever seen this thing? It's horrible. Oh my god. No, it's great. It's great. He All did right. a great job. Anyways, we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah, and we're gonna come idea. back with that lady in the middle, yeah. the head clam in charge. H-C-I-C. Lisa Lampanelli. Be right back. Me. Hello, welcome back to Loser of the Dream podcast. We are losers. And man, if you hear that snapping off camera. <laughs> she's back. Lisa Lampanelli, the head clam in charge. Oh my God, I was very impressed. Wow. Usually you guys blather on about things that I could care less. Yeah. I find things to pick on and laugh at. But you know what? I honestly feel like this is a very complicated subject. It is. And we're getting to what is at the core of it. Yeah. Because when you came into the diner and you honestly told that story about that weird dream, like that's crazy ass shit. And yeah. you go, we got to talk about surrender. As you know, like Nick said, I never listened to you. I said, no, we're not. We're going to talk about whatever. Yeah. This time I was like, oh, this shit is important. I yeah. was like, okay. So I looked up really what the difference between acceptance right. and surrender is. Okay. So it's really accepting almost has the tone of, even though it's not giving up. And that's mm. why when you said mm. before giving up, I was like, no, no, no. Surrender is literally not giving up. Yeah. It's basically, and because you brought up Buddhism, I am going to tell you a Buddhist proverb real quick. And no, 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 you're going to really yeah, identify with this. Love it. Okay. What happens is this Buddhist monk is walking through a forest carrying a thing of heavy uh, sticks. Yeah. It gets too heavy and he throws them to the ground. Yeah. What does he do next? He gets immediately enlightened, picks up the sticks again and keeps going. So surrender is going, I surrender that right now, this is too much for me. I'm putting the burden down, but then it's picking it up. So that's the difference between giving up and surrender because giving right. up is not peaceful. It's suffering. Right. It's going, no, I'm not going to take any more action. I'm done. So if he had never picked them up again, like somebody who just quit stand up, if they're like, no, it's too hard. Well, they can quit. That's fine. Yeah. But that's not surrender. Surrender is going, okay, I'm going to take a couple days off. It's driving me insane. What can I book for next Saturday? Mm -hmm. You know? So I think the, the suffering would continue for the person who never tried it again. Because yeah. the rest of their life, they'd be like, oh, if I just hadn't given up, I could have gotten somewhere. Yeah. So what I like is that 
giving up requires no action. And this surrender you talked about leads to a ton of action. Yeah. So you just have to realize what the next right thing to do is and go for it after that. So what you did with the, the going to the meeting and going to this and going in the church, it was all putting down the burden, but then picking it up and then the next hour doing the right thing for yourself. Does that right. make sense to you? Yeah, I didn't get in the car and drive home. Right, right. You know, like I still met my like obligations. You know, mm -hmm. I think it's like, this is a question I have for you. Do you feel like surrender... Need, there needs to be a faith component to it. It's almost like it does. It almost has to just, not even faith in God, right. faith in whatever the oneness of the universe is right. in something who, that's bigger than yourself. Right. So if I'm going to, so for instance, I'm in the hot tub in my palatial estate. Uh, and <laughs> I, I love that word. I that know, was awesome. I know, thank you. My, my, the compound as it were. Yes. And honestly, I was like, I always drive myself crazy with like, oh, I wonder what, how I'm going to fill my time. Right. Oh, now that I'm really retired, what am I going to do? And honestly, I just breathed. And then this voice came over me that was like, you've always figured it out before without trying. Right. You've always just stayed open. I think you have to have the feeling that you're a part of something bigger yeah. in order to truly surrender. Because yeah. it's letting go of the ego. Because my yeah. ego could be just like, oh, I have to still accomplish things. And I have to run here and help this person and do this and do that. And it's like, oh, okay. I surrender this. The right. other, I wrote a whole list last week of things I'm retiring from. I woke up and I go, I have to write down this retirement from all these beliefs I have, all this fucking bullshit action I take that's really inaction and worry and it's like the first thing started with, I am retiring from thinking I have to be the same size I was in high school. Yes. It's literally almost insane to be 60 and want to be the same size you were in high school. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Right. And it's like, why do I have that? So I surrendered to my body type now, which isn't much bigger at all than I was in high school, but I was beating myself up for it. Yeah. And do you know, just over that full week, I was like, oh my God, I just noticed I'm eating so much less because I'm not going, I'm not holding on and holding on. I'm going, I surrendered to the idea of whatever I'm supposed to look like, I look like. Mm. Women who <clears throat> can't surrender to aging and get all that surgery, well, you almost have to feel so sorry for them because yeah. you got to surrender to where your face falls. Yeah, yeah. I always think if people get a ton of plastic surgery, that some higher power is going to punish them and they're going to get in a car accident and that shit's going to explode. Right. And there's nothing worse than seeing all that fucking Botox all over a windshield. That'll wake you the fuck up. Yeah. So it's almost going with that. Whether your higher power is just the universe or a re an actual God that but, you think yeah. of, it doesn't matter. I think it has something to do with that. It needs to be there. I think, I yeah. mean, I know for me when I'm surrendering, it is to God, to a higher power, right? right? Like that's what I'm focused on. Because I I have to fall back into something. You know, I mean, I have to, if you're surrendering, it's like I need to accept that I can't do it. So something else is. Right. Something right? else is at work. Yeah. Like yeah. You, it's physics. The, the, the universe is doing what it's doing. Right. And you better accept what the fuck is. And you ain't shit, son. You, you ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> you want a black woman? That's what I'm going for. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, but it's like, I don't think it's saying someone else has all the power. So I'm just going to sit here and do some bullshit manifesting. No. It's saying I'm going to do the work 
but I can't force it. Right. I can't force the world to work for me how I want because right. who knows how I'm supposed to really be? Who knows what lessons I'm supposed to learn? So it's basically going, I accept the situation as it is. Yeah. Take action. And that's empowering. And then you got to surrender to the results. It's I think really it's just surrendering to reality. Yeah. Right. It's like surrendering to like, like this is what the, this is black and white. This is the way my life is. Mm -hmm. Here's how I expect it to be. And here's how like I've been chasing it to be and hoping it'll be and all that shit. Right. And then it's like, or even fearing that it could be right. But it's like, this is a reality. I'm just going to surrender to the now, to the moment. That's right. Of, like, that's where I'm at. And right. do the freedom. Oh my God. That comes it's from so, that. it's literally the end of suffering. It's amazing. Because what I could do at 60 years old and go, if I don't try to manipulate the world, because I can't anyway. Yeah. What am I trying for? <laughs> like, I literally, like, duh. Like, you're not, it's not going to work anyway. Yeah. Whatever's supposed to happen will. But you have also had an experience for many years of, of self will and intense hard work turning into gold well yeah, yeah but that's because of my natural ability and innate lovability <laughs> you have to remember that is something you do not possess no no so I'm, what yeah. you do is you accept your situation as the unlikable chubby thing you are and then you go but i'm gonna try anyway and give it up chances are will you get famous probably not right. and that's okay because if you surrender you go, what was supposed to happen, happened. Yeah. And I think what's supposed to happen is, oh, like, it's just, it's it just, does. and it's exactly what I need. It's not even yes! like what's supposed to happen is going to happen. What's supposed to happen is going to happen. And it's going to be the best thing I could imagine. I it's in your yeah. highest you know I mean? good. Like you will yeah. be sitting there at 60 years old going, wow, thank God I was a colossal failure in comedy Yeah, <laughs> because the podcast now has 80 billion downloads. Right. Yeah. I'm enormously rich. I have a hot wife. I could pay for you know, dialysis. Yes. I can have children. I have the kids. Like who would ever question that that isn't the right path? Yeah. But even if you had nothing, you would have the contentment and the lack of suffering and the joy that comes from not trying to manipulate the world. It doesn't right. work. No. And people think that means, oh, I guess I won't try. No, you fucking dummy. If you're out there and listening to this, I've said 50 times, take the action necessary right. and then you surrender to the results. Yes. Right. yes. We could get killed in a car accident on the way home. It You just have to but you're not, it doesn't mean you're not going to touch the wheel of the car. Right. You're right. going to drive correctly. We'd I'm hope. the fucking two, best driver ever, as <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. In my own, I have two talents. Lisa's, on her, one Lisa's on her phone the whole time. Oh, Just 100%. No. And so there you are. You go, okay. Hey, even if I try to manipulate the road, I'm not going to fucking be able to avoid that accident if that's what's going to happen. Right. But it's not then saying, okay, let me close my eyes while I drive. Yeah. Let's <laughs> That's try. just suffering. Right. Yeah. Well, Why wouldn't we just choose to not suffer? That's what cracks me up. We have to really, from this moment on, have been really good about it the last few weeks, just going, I'm just going to have fun, do what's right, don't hurt anybody else, and surrender to what results will happen in the future. Dude, I'm so in that exactly. mode right now. Yeah. And it feels so good. Yep. Yep. And it reminds me of like why, like, you know what I mean? Like just why life is awesome. Like it gets me back yeah. to that moment where you're just like, yeah. oh yeah, anything can happen. 
It's going to be fun as hell. The whole the whole thing's fun. Right. And everything that needs to happen is going to happen and it's going to be sick. Well, you know what it is? Because like, you're aligned with your higher self. Yes. And the problem is we have been aligning, uh, aligning, excuse me, aligning ourselves with our lower self, which right. is that fucking ego. Yeah. Which is that, oh, yeah. I got to get famous and let me prove myself and show those kids in high school mommy. that I, you know, yeah, show mommy, mommy love me, yeah. mommy. And, <laughs> That's all ego. It's yeah. nothing. It's no higher good. Oh, it's yeah. just terrible. Yeah. So I, mean, I need a lady. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm I right think here. if we just kind of keep that in mind and bring it back to that. Yeah. And and by the way, I don't think you forget that feeling. We'll lose no. it for a minute, but then we got to bring it back. Well, once I got it back, and I, you know what? It's like we don't. I don't want to have these these really intense drug dreams or like these you know mm -hmm. problems. But like, dude, what a blessing. Yeah, right. Right? Like right. you you know, it's like it's it's amazing that when you surrender you go, "Oh, that was awesome." Yep. Like within 10 minutes you're going like, "Dude, yeah. I'm so glad that happened." And 10 minutes before you were going like, "Why would this happen to me?" Like it's just That's right. It's an like you accept pain and and fear and whatever with like, "Oh my god, this is all good." Like right. we have such a like a version. We should do a podcast about this, but we have such a we we categorize pain wrong. We're always like, oh, mm. pain, pain is the problem. Pain is the problem. It's like, no, nope. pain is there for a reason. It's a right? signal. It's a signal, and it's going to and it lets us know how to live better. Right. Right. So pain is the best thing you can. Well, feel, like feel. the Buddha said, I see how I am today. Oh. Pain is inevitable. Suffering's option. Right. So. By the way, yeah, you're right. Pain indicates like if you didn't have a pain in your ankle before it broke, yeah. like you wouldn't know to fucking work on it so it doesn't break or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. it's just insane that I mean, yeah, it sucks. It's not fun, but you know, then at least it doesn't get worse. But don't you think if you can live a life where you're just not afraid of pain? Yeah, but I'm a kind of a pussy. Like I'm going to Vermont in a couple weeks and I'm afraid to ice skate because I'm like, oh my God, what if I break my ankle? And then my friend's like, well, maybe you should try skiing. And I'm like, I'm 60 and never skied. And she goes like, don't worry, you go on the bunny slope and they teach you French fries and pizza, which is like forward motion and stopping. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I could do that much. But well, pain, definitely physical, physical pain. pain is really yeah. hard. Well, I had a lot of emotional pain in the last couple of sure. weeks because I had a death in the family. Yeah. But want to know that one of the best things to come out of it, I looked through all these photos. I said, this is a signal to organize all these black and white pictures of my parents and my aunts and uncles and stuff. Oh, my God. They couldn't afford much because, you know, we grew up, you know, re relatively, you know, lower middle class. Yeah. They went on trips sometimes they looked so happy. It was the cutest thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, they did like every five years, like a cruise or a little thing, like a, a trip to Bermuda or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, so the pain of my aunt passing, because she was like one of my favorite people ever, yeah, um, led me to look at those things and go, oh my God, they had so much joy. Right. In just these, because you cannot fake smiles in pictures if you're not happy. Like, you can That's tell true, when yeah. somebody's faking <laughs> it. You're still, you look at one and they're like, Yeah, like, uh. and she had some unadulterated joy on her face, as did my mom. So it really woke me up to that my mom had a pretty good life, too. Right. So I'm looking at this and I'm like, Oh, take a fucking trip, go on a cruise, do whatever. 
and I booked a cruise and I booked a trip to Vegas <laughs> and they're all so silly and fun. Yeah. And you go, plus this torturous Vermont ski exhibition that I'm going to come right. back with practically dead. It's true. You are really vacationing it up here. I am. She but is, I'm like, dude, you know what? But it's good. Get the hell out of here. It's cold. Everything's yeah. cheap. We don't need any house. Everything's fun. <laughs> you guys take over. I'll zoom in. But it's really interesting how you we just go, me. wow, just do surrendering to what I need to do now to learn stuff. I need to learn what it's like to not do all the time. Yeah. And to just be and to go on a vacation and not have the internet and to just see what that's like. Yeah. Could it be a little painful at first? Because you're like, oh my God, how am I going to tell if anybody's getting in touch with me? Right. Well, I guess you'll learn something. Yeah. I, well, and it's the, the act of sitting with yourself mm. and seeing what comes up, always positive. I mean, that's where I right. usually have to go, right? With the... With the meditation, because it's just like, and that's what Nick was talking about when he was talking about like, you know, going to work and then it's the next thing, it's the next thing, it's the next right. thing. Especially with the phone, if you're just like, you can just be like, oh, okay, all right, here we go, here we go. You're just yes, responding. Too and, much, dude. I yeah. Even if I put my phone on like a weekend, if I leave my phone in the other room for two hours, it's the best two I can't hours. even charge wow. it. Wow. Like it really, I'm like, man, I feel really like relaxed. Dude, I can't. Like, oh, I haven't touched my phone in two hours. See, this is (laughs) a lot. That's a a big deal. I noticed that so much, and I'm like so attached to this stupid thing. And and because I'm nuts and I like things organized, I clear notifications. I know you're you're hardcore. You're hardcore. Real problems. But But, what uh, I do like is that you do respond really quickly because you're so businesslike. So I like that. Yeah. But you know, I was doing a show with the minimalists. And in Boston a few weeks ago, and some guy got up and he was really sad because his sister, he said she's like 18 and she's literally on her phone 24-7. His heart breaks for her because he's older and he knows it can lead to no good. And they said, unfortunately, nothing is more compelling in her life right now. Right. The phone's the most compelling thing right now. So that's the sad part is we have to separate ourselves from those things that make us not even experience what is compelling in the world. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's so true. If I go on like a vacation with a bunch of friends and we like, you know, we get an Airbnb or something, I don't look at my phone. I know. I don't look at my phone until like the end of the day. And I'm like, oh, this happened. Is that, am I always, is there always 10 texts from me going, where the fuck are you, (laughs) you fat pig? It's Lisa like, post the podcast. Yeah, post something. (laughs) Post the story, you fucking (laughs) waste of space. I know. (laughs) But no, it is, it is really true that like, we just have to put it down, not just the phone, but the burden sometimes. Yeah. Like it's just a lot of burden and that burden's always about suffering. But then when we're not in pain, we pick it back up and we move on. Yeah. Yep. And I, you know, a lot of this stuff is just not ours to carry because it doesn't exist. Well, do you think too, like when it comes to dating, yeah. Um, don't you think an idea of surrender is really good with that too? Yeah. Because part of me is like, okay, I remember in the old days, we didn't have the intranet and you had to meet people in person. Yeah. So do you think, I mean, I get that people have met on apps. I think it's great. But do you think it's just busy work until yeah. the right thing comes along? I spent the whole day, well, not the whole day. I spent a few hours talking about this today because yeah. I was... I've been surrendering, right? So I'm like, well, I got to surrender in this area too. Mm. Can't leave this one out. Right. And then, but it's difficult, right? Because to delete the the apps or it's it's like, am I giving up on that that possibility? So let's wait. Or That's a good idea. I, wait, I mean? wait. So let's go through this then. 
giving up versus surrender. So giving up implies a lack of action. It's a resistance to what is. Yeah. It's saying no to life. Right. It's fueling your suffering and it moves you away from God or your higher power. Yeah. So taking a step back from apps is not doing any of those things. It's not a lack of action. It's an actual action towards the good. It's not resisting what is. It's saying, hey, right now, this isn't something that's good for me. Right. Uh, It's saying yes to more life and no to more screen time. Yeah. And it's not fueling your suffering. So it just seems like you're, if you opt out of the apps at the moment for an exercise and seeing what it's like, it's more surrender than giving up. Right. So it's not saying I'm not taking action. It is taking action in that positive direction. However, if I were to say I'm not going to go on a date. Then that's probably. uh, Well, if it's fueled out of fear, it's probably. Well, I guess every case is probably different, right? Right. Yeah. So I think, yeah, this is kind of where I've been at with this, where I'm like, all right, you know, I don't, I need to stop trying to create outcomes and just start trying to just live. And have fun and experience. Well, because you see in movies and in good TV shows, like when people meet and stuff, like I literally burst into tears the other day because (laughs) I am so closed off to love. I mean, from from guys, not from family and friends and stuff. Right. But on This Is Us. The wet kind. (laughs) Sorry. This Is Us. I know. Even me and Nick are like gross. You know, we're going to fucking make that one. The wet kind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wet at age 60 ain't happening. Okay. (laughs) So I'm watching This Is Us and Uncle Nicky, who had previously been very closed off to love because he's an addict, he's in recovery, and he was obsessed with a uh, girl from his past. Right. He meets this woman on an airplane and he is just giving her a hard time. It's really cute. It's like literally how like you would imagine we would be as comics because she's like, sir, could you please put up your seat? And he's like, I don't know, like you're going to make me or whatever. And she's like, good thing I brought my duct tape to black woman. She was cool as fuck. And they fast forward and like they're together and as as a couple. And I'm like, I burst into tears. I'm like, wow, he shed that past bullshit and went with the action so that's what i think this saying yes to he surrendered to that moment so i think that's like where i could see like oh my god it gives you hope and it gives you this thing of like oh maybe like at 70 i'll be like oh i'm gonna surrender to this moment so maybe if you guys aren't on apps and just meeting people in real life you're gonna say hey you want to have coffee right I mean, I don't even know what that looks like anymore. Is it, that I mean, does is anyone better. meet that it way is, anymore? Yeah, yeah no, it's I've always that, better. Yeah. It's always better that way. Yeah. yeah, apps and shit. It's it's fine. And there's people I know that got married off the apps. Like they yeah. met the yeah. person. They're gonna be. It's great, but like always, like meeting through friends or like yeah. meet a. Per, it's always better that way. It is. Man. So yeah. basically, though, better. it's just even if it's you're on apps, it's almost surrendering to the process that that is. Well, I think surrendering to your ideal. Mm-hmm. Or whatever you kind of construct your ideal to be, right? right? So. And sticking to it. So there, ha- so there is a little boundary, right? Of mm-hmm. like, okay, this is my ideal. I want to meet somebody in person. I want to, you know what I mean? Or I want to meet somebody who, you know, yeah, makes me just, laugh. Some it's shit like that. wild how things are just so different now. But 
Back you in your can, day, you had to put an ad in the in paper. In my day, you were in your horse-drawn carriage, and your your servant was Wait. riding you around town. That's interesting. So yeah. guys used to have to put like ads in the paper. With oh, their... in the Village Voice, there used yeah. to be things called personal ads. What year is this? No, in the eighties. Okay, yeah. all right. And nineties. That's, what, that's I guess. what I want to know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah. in the late nineties, internet they stuff stopped, started. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, in the Village Voice, there used to be like personal ads. It's like. Wow. Man seeking woman, woman seeking woman, whatever. Yeah. Would they have like a photo of the guy? I know you'd have to call a number and then they if you started talking, they oh. would send a facsimile on the <laughs> dictation machine and the controller would play the record. No, but the weirder thing was, I thought this was fascinating. Yeah. There would be a column in The Voice, I think, or in some other paper called Missed Connections. And it says, it would say, yes. I was on the I whatever bus. And you were wearing this, I and I no, <laughs> and I think we would be a good match. Yeah. I always thought that was cool as fuck. Yeah. Like I that's know. romantic. Well, I know a couple that got married off of one of those. <gasps> well, it was a client of mine, her daughter, and uh, and the daughter married some guy. Apparently, the guy like saved her from getting mugged in New York City. Like, oh, out of you a gotta blow that um, guy, dude. dude. He like, and then that's they true. then they lost Nick connection. Then they lost like he like stay, and he's like, hey, like chased the guy away. That's and he's like, hey, are you okay? And then they lost connection. And then like she put an ad and they found each other and they're married. How oh crazy. My God. How wild is that? It's I like love a Mr. That. Deeds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would have saved you. I'm not one for blowing, but I will tell you, <laughs> I would have gobbled that knob on the spot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've Same. gobbled a knob for way less. <laughs> oh, my so God. So, the moral of the story is. We need to surrender Jazz to the end hands. of the episode. Go out on your on your uh, uh, tricycle, that large tricycle with the big <laughs> wheel in the front. Surrender. And get in your horse-drawn buggy, and you two can find love on the streets of good old New Yorkie. New York. We'll be back next week. Will we, Nick? Of course we will. I know. We got nothing else here, to do. Here, put your hand in here, in here, I think Lisa. this is a good one. I don't know. Can you get further? <laughs> Guys, I... Love us. Cornhole. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Losers with a Dream. We'll see you next week when you got more time to kill. Fucking hate these guys.